With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Still in the basement, no longer alone. With my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Let's see who we got today or what we're doing today. Or whatever it is, it's going to be good. Woo! <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Kenny Bobian and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Hi, this is Robin S. And you're listening to Javon and Therese in the basement. Show them it up! Can't deal with y'all. Hey, this is Avery Sunshine and I am in the basement with Javon and Therese. Shine. What's up? It's your girl, Monifa, and you're tuned in to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Hey, it's your girl, Allison Williams, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Hey, this is Lenny Williams, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese playing my kind of music. Still in the basement, no longer alone With my homegirl Therese on the microphone Music politics are just chatting it up Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up You never know who might run through Legendary artist or someone brand new You miss a lot when you miss one day At least that's what I heard Somebody say, but it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, everybody's a friend in my head. I already know everybody. (laughs) One day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah. But she doesn't know anything about it. But anyway, no, she doesn't. She just she wasn't even there actually. But anyway, but she did um, mention none other than Chaka Khan as one of her. Why you gotta say? Wait a minute. Why you gotta say Chaka? She did mention none other than Chaka Khan. I'm like, where does your voice go? What happened? What's happening? Even the mere mention of her name 
<laughs> Silence. Oh, gosh. Would you believe I'm blushing? Just... Yes. Hard. You're speechless blushing. That's the thing. Speechless blushing. Brandy, I can't help it. It's a shocker. This is shocker rehab, you know. If there's a cure for this. I don't want it. I don't want it. Uh, princess, though, Jay. I'm gonna send y'all some perfume. I'll, I'll definitely. I get an address. I'll send y'all out tomorrow. You can send me some cologne, because I mean, oh, you, you know. You like cologne? Yeah. I, I Just in that. case I send me I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh god. <laughs> Okay, dokey, man. Whatever you say. I want to wish everybody um, a happy Shaka All, right. All right. Thank you. Let's let's carry on. I'm sorry. Javon, there's a pill you're going to be able to take. I promise I have to tell them which way you went. They're coming for With time, so and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no, just do this. And I think it's it's time, Therese, to do a little rapid fire with um, Mr. Ooh. Richard Pryor, Jr. I think so. I think so. So, don't worry. We won't hurt you. Hey, everybody. How are you today? Uh, hey, Rezzy Pooh. Where you where you where you at, Rezzy? You don't, you don't look like you're in the closet, Rezzy. Where you at? Can you hear me? I can, can hear you. you. You can't hear me? No. Hold on. Hmm. Interesting. Let me see something here. Audio. Test, 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 test. I can hear you. I can hear you. I don't know why you can't hear me. Hold on one second. Let's try to come back out and come in. Okay. Sage, are you able to hear me, honey? Sage, let me know if you can hear me. Can you hear me, Sage? Give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. A yes or a no? Okay, thank you. I just wanted to make sure that everything is going okay on this end. And um, we'll wait for Therese to come back. And I'm so excited it's your birthday. I hope you have something really nice planned for yourself today. And, um, you know. I hope whatever, whatever you do, I I could hear her fine. I don't know why um, she couldn't hear me, but um, 
she'll figure it out, I'm sure. So I hope it's something really special. Um, let me uh play a little music for you. Good morning. Pop, how are you? You are well. I know you you've been doing your thing, Poppy Chulo. Yes, right? Isn't that exciting? It is Sage's birthday. And um I don't know, what are you doing today, Sage? Let us know. Waiting for Resi to come back. See what's going on. And uh, in the meanwhile, do this. This is for you, Sage.
birthday to everybody in this sad season. Rezzy, can you hear me now? I can hear you. You're very low, but I can hear you. I'm very low. Does everybody else experience me very low? Let's see. How's that? Is that better? Actually, I hear myself very loud. Can you hear me? We can hear you perfectly well. Okay. Well, it's quiet in here now, um, so it should be good. Okie dokie. I'm kind of glowing. Child, please, I'm I'm not feeling well. But if that's what it takes to glow, all right. <laughs> glow on. Thank you, thank you. And everybody can hear Therese as well, right? Testing one, two. Yeah, I think there's something going on with your audio because everything is going well on this end. Okay. All right. I'm not sure what that is right now. I don't want to take time away from checking it. It's okay. When you heard the music, how did the music sound? Was that clear? It was louder than you are, your spoken word, but, you know. That's interesting. We don't make it do what it is. Yeah, because it's all coming from the same system. But um, anyway, either way, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Roving report. I've been up since about seven um, in the field doing what it do. You know, but uh, good. <laughs> Excellent. So if you have been roving and making it do what it do, then it must be great, actually. Yeah, found a little nook I can uh, tuck away in and, uh, you know, watch the men move around the way they do. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of men, I was just earlier, a little earlier, I was just because I don't, I'm, I'm not really feeling great today, so I, I didn't want to do like a lot of talking. So I was, I, and also I wasn't feeling well last night, so I, I just kind of, well, I left work early and went and just like crashed. But um, so I didn't have the time to prep the way I normally would the night before if I wanted to, you know, have some things on and popping to prevent me from having to speak. Oh, wow. But, um, I, I, and also since I'm not feeling well, I wasn't able to complete the task, but I started looking at the Freddie Jackson interview we did. Uh, Freddie the Jackson. Oh my God. I didn't even get through like even 15 minutes of it, but he is such a pleasure. That was so much fun. He was funny. And um, yeah. actually, we were funny. LaVon wants to know where your glasses are. Uh, I left them at home. So, yeah. So this is going to be a squinty eye movement today. <laughs> we're in the squinty eye team. Okay. But uh, I left them at home today. And Mr. DJ. LaVon. 
Yes, and Mr. J wants to know where the glass, where the closet is. Where's the closet? The closet's in the oh, house. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not in the closet. <laughs> you know, she is allowed to go out. We we let her out every now and then. On occasion. On, On occasion, occasion, I'm allowed to go out. Exactly. Yeah, so it's Seiji's birthday and Sandra's birthday. Yes, yes. And um, Kenny Bobian and um, Derek Muhammad. And Pop has been on the road all week in Miami for NFT conference and Art Basel now in Atlanta working this weekend. Then next week he's in Boston. He is Pop, a.k.a. on the run. Do your thing, Pop. Do the goddamn thing. Make it do what it do. Only way you can make it do what it do is when you, when you do it. Happy birthday, Sage. Happy birthday, Sandra. Da, 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 da. All right. So my favorite people were born in December. Ah, uh, Okay. You know you're allowed to go out too, Silky. Just saying. Yeah, I do. I do. I know that. I'm going out to urgent care right after this show. Oh, <laughs> not the urgent care. Wow. I know. I know. I know. But I'll be masked up, getting masked up. Want to hear something funny? Um, I have a five-year-old great niece that called me Scruffy. She says, T.T. Scruffy. (laughs) Kids, what are you going to do with them? Mask up in that urgent care. Um, Yes, absolutely. Now, why does she call you Scruffy? Well, well, she just started that, actually, um, because that's, I guess, what the look has been lately. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. I had, well, she wasn't my niece, but she was like a niece. Um, my cousin, who was like a sister, it was her daughter, used to call me Happy. Happy? Happy. And, yeah, there's a whole generation of cousins on that line. Um, they all call me Happy because of her when she was a baby and you know how when babies um thank you very much when babies start to start going around the room getting them to name people so sort of went like this mommy mommy grandma grandma right i love that teeny teeny javon happy Okay, so my family also calls me one of my nicknames in my family <laughs> is Vonnie. Right? Vonnie, yeah. Vonnie, happy. <laughs> Javon, happy. <laughs> you know, those are those are the precious moments because I I believe that God speaks to children. You know. And that's one of the reasons why I don't believe in censoring kids, you know, um, with protocols. Like they say exactly what they feel. They say exactly what sometimes the situation calls for. Now, I think 
what we get upset with is that sometimes the timing, you know, because they don't know enough to like censor, don't say this out in public, don't say this, you know, and um, you start to learn that the more adults that you hang out with, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I recall being one of those kids myself because, you know, I wasn't rude, but I would say what came to mind, you know, um, and sometimes it was like, <laughs> move her to the back room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So maybe what your spirit was putting out was happiness. And that's was what, the, you know. With that baby, absolutely. I loved her to pieces. I mean, she she passed away um, quite a few years ago in a tragic car accident. Um, um, yeah, it was. I was devastated. I'm still devastated. That's another one that I don't know if I'll ever get over in my lifetime. But um, that was my baby. It's, and it's so funny. She looked more like me than she did her mom. Oh wow! And I just, I just had her all. I mean, she was just mine. She was just mine, and she called me happy. Oh, Regardless, yeah. And you know, but before she left, she left us with a little girl, and who is now a teenager, unbelievably. But um, yeah. Misty J, multitasking. Ah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Get it done. Get her done. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's funny, huh? And I remember I said, she don't know I'm more than happy. I am gay. (laughs) Carefree. (laughs) And carefree, yeah. But, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. For sure. Ebony Ashley Gager, may you rest in peace. Um, My week... Just haven't really been feeling well today, um, and and this week it's been I guess maybe a little progression. Um, I worked every day, I guess. I went to work, and um, when was it Thursday? I had to go into Manhattan to work, and I did that, and. Uh, which was interesting. And then uh, that's it. I mean, like, I feel like I'm being so boring and I'm I'm just not um, giving y'all the... Well, some interesting things in the news have been happening. Yes, yes, there's been some interesting things. And, you know, you know... Wait, before, that knows, we, before we go to the news, hold on... Um, there was something. Oh, you were talking about children, right? And I just want to, huh? you were talking about children and how they say the darndest things. So when you said that, it just made me think about this um, TikTok I saw where this woman was saying that she took her um, her four-year-old with her for the day, and she took her to the bank first. They stopped at the bank. And the little girl in the middle of the bank said, give me the money. <laughs> so she thought it was a good no, we idea. Not so, all had that feeling. Right. So the little girl did that. And so then um, after she thought it was a good idea to rob the bank, um, the mother then said for whatever reason she thought it was a good idea just to go take her, you know, food shopping. They get to the cash register, 
And the cashier looks at the little girl and says, oh, hi. And her daughter looks at her and says, my mom took her bra off in the car. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So when it that you just reminded me of that when you were talking about how kids say whatever comes to their mind. You know, you would think the little girl would just say hi back, but she thought about it. You know, my mom took a bra off. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, I'm sorry, please, with the news. No, no, no. It was just um we had this interesting well, last <laughs> night I I had an opportunity to go see uh, a live play from James Harding, who um, is called B-Boy Blue, yes, right? Yes, yeah. And, you know, the movie, and they've been doing really well at the ABFF. They got an award there. And it's also a movie, so he has the stage play running simultaneous in Manhattan. So I went through there with, um, shout out to Mark Savoy and Amon. We went out, um, a boys' night out. Um, so we went out to see the stage play. And in that, afterwards, I had a, uh, a major conversation about men making decisions for women's rights again, right? And that was fueled from a video that I watched. And anybody who knows me knows I love Whoopi Goldberg, right? And, you know, and it was talking about the anti-abortion stuff again, you know. And, you know, she made a really great statement um, uh, live in the off. view. Huh? About cutting your dick off. No, 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 no. It, it wasn't about, <laughs> well, no, it wasn't that. that. <laughs> it was about, you know, it's not about, and I think this is a universal statement for quite a few things, because it's not about the whether or not we disagree or agree. It's about making decisions for other people, right? So, you know, we have a lot of that going on universally in a whole lot of areas, meaning you can not like or like whatever you want. That's the freedom of being, you know, uh, just a person. But it's when you infringe upon the rights of others to, to whatever your likings are. And I think we have that universal tug of war going uh, in the world today, meaning I don't like this, so I think it should be this way. You know, no, you're able to not like something and just not do it yourself. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't like something, then don't do it. You know, just don't do it yourself. It has nothing to do with what you think laws and things should be set for other people, right? So with regard to Whoopi, she was uh, talking about, you know, the laws about anti-abortion. And she's like, listen, I don't care what you believe, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but I don't care what you believe. It's when you think that my beliefs need to be the same. There's the, there's the flag on the play, you know. And, and you know, I think in a nutshell, she encapsulated everything in that one statement, meaning it's okay if you don't believe. And, and, and it's kind of disrespectful, not even kind of, it is disrespectful for men to set out these laws, you know, about how women should govern their bodies. I mean, at the end of the day, shut up. And I was going to say something else when I'm in the room, you know. Shut the fuck up, you want me to say it? Shut the fuck up. Shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah. Just, what I do with my body is my business, you know. And, and 
in a minute, you're going to make us go on a worldwide boycott of what I do with my body also includes whether or not I want you inside it. So relax all of this decision-making and leave that up to the women, you know, um, that, you know, should have and, and need to have the final say about what our bodies do and what they don't do, and that's marriage or not, you know. You don't just get to govern, you know, what we do with our body. You just don't get to govern our choices there, you know. Period. You know what gets me? What? Women, not women, that woman sitting in the Supreme Court who is going hard. But that's the one that the Republicans slipped in before RBG's body got cold. Mm. That's exactly who they slipped in and for that reason. You know, and these this is the kind of shit that we need to prevent from ever happening again. This is the kind of shit that we got to stop this generation of Republicans that's in these old these old white guys that are just trying to a like you're talking about overturn Roe, b take away the vote from black and brown people. See, keep all the money for the wealthy and give pennies to everybody else and to abolish the middle class. And and you know, they they want they what they're working towards is dictatorship where it doesn't there's no like it doesn't matter like right now it matters. But with gerrymandering, that word always gives me a hard time, but with gerrymandering, it becomes true because of the way they restructure the state. And we have to ensure that they do not get hold of the Senate and the House in 2022, as a matter of fact, we need at least two or three more Democrats to supersede these two assholes preventing the work that needs to be done to stop all the shenanigans. That shooting, that shooting should not have happened. It, it, people are asking questions like, um, how is it that a gun has more rights? than a woman you know that's that's what the republicans are trying to do they're trying to make it so that a gun has more rights than a woman it makes no fucking sense no it doesn't and it's not supposed to and for those of you that know it makes no sense um like i say often it's not it's not going to make sense to a thinking person (laughs) Yeah. Not going to make sense to a thinking person. It shouldn't make sense. If you can sort this out, there's something wrong. <laughs> In other words. Yeah, you know. yeah. It's it's a, it's just a bunch of shenanigans and um Right. And and even you know, when we got the verdict down in the Ahmaud Arbery case, you know it's a shame. There's so many things wrong, but it's a shame that even as a, a, a representative of the court, 
and I'm talking about attorneys, will take situations and try to make the victim, you know, oh my the victim God. of the crime, the perpetrator, you know. But, but yeah. The, and mm, go ahead. interestingly yeah. enough, having the thing that prevailed, you know, over was the video, you know. So this would, if, if no, can you imagine if no video existed, this would have easily gone the other way. Can I imagine? It's, it's the history of this country and policing. We, we, we never had video up until recently, and even with video, still, there are cases like Rittenhouse. There was video. Boy, was there video. Okay. If there had but, been no video with George Floyd, I mean, and there was no video with Trayvon Martin, with Sandra Bland, there was video, enough video to show that that police officer was um, belligerent, was um, disrespectful, ag- disrespectful, and aggressive, the perpetrator. assaulted her. For what? Dragged her out of the car, banged her head. They, I mean... For a routine traffic stop that didn't even... She had no weapon. She had no warrant. Like, there was nothing. There was nothing. And so so there was video of that. But... And there's there's no video in so many cases. And then there's video in other cases. The man got shot in the back seven times, you know? Um, Just... So it's really doing something about um, our judicial system. I think the Bradbury case is is going to start setting a precedent because that ADA who did not, or the DA, I'm not sure what position she had, who told the police not to arrest him, She's now facing charges, and I hope As she should. Right, and I hope that resonates across the land. But you know, the, and and that goes back to the terms when you have folks that are voted in or run for uh, these positions. How sometimes a lot of them get cushy, and they are used to calling the shot, and momentum starts to sit in, and nobody challenges them within their own district, and they they are allowed to make these decisions ongoing and ongoing and, and having control over there need to be a governing body even over the appointed official because in situations like this where you are allowed to tell what tell the police to do something, that shouldn't have been a direct hit from the ADA to the police. But there's then, so many other people in between them. Right. But you then, know? and then look at what happened when the father of the three, the the older gentleman, the guy that was um, the cop, when he when he was when he let the police know that he was a retired police officer, they all all the police stood back. Whereas initially they were about to investigate, they stood back. Nobody tried to render aid to the man lying there dying. Nobody nobody tried to do anything to help him. Or to even see whether or not he was dead, or until 
another officer came like later, a little bit later, walked over as a medic or whatever. And he was still breathing. I mean, who knows if somebody would have applied pressure somewhere. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he was shot three times with a shotgun. So more than likely it wouldn't have helped. But still, there was no effort. There was, As soon as he said he's a retired police officer. Right. That's that that's that war we discussed, right? Yes. And and as far as I'm concerned, those police officers who responded to the scene need to be held accountable for their lack of of human like empathy or 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 they didn't do their job. You know what? On my job, I have this this thing called SUVs. All the the S, the V, and the other S doesn't matter in this particular instance but the u is stands for urgency right and the way i explain it is that the root word of urgency is urge we should always act with a sense of urgency so when you when you feel or if you care about something you have an urge to do something for example Knock on wood, if, God forbid, you got a call right now that Mo needed you, right? You'd be like, excuse me, Jay, I'll be back. Because you're not going to be able to sit through this uh, show knowing that she needs you. Or, God forbid, your mom needs you. It could be need you to go get the toilet paper. I don't know. But if they say, hey, I need you right now. You're going to get an urge to respond to that. I can't, even if you don't care to that extent, we can act. We should always act in our job as if we care, you know? So when, when I say act with a sense of urgency, it's act as if you care. You don't have to really care, but you need to do your job as if you do. Right. So these these officers acted as if they didn't care about what was going on with the man that was lying there bleeding to death. Yeah, yeah. And that's my issue. What we can't do in any public service position, civil service position, any any job we we accept, any task where it comes to aiding and assisting others. We can't act as if we don't care. I don't right. care if you're sitting behind a desk at, at, at HRA welfare. If you're a lifeguard, if 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 you're a bank teller, you serving the public. You better count that money. Check that fucking account and make sure that the, the zeros are lined up. When the person says there's an issue, you act as if you care regardless of what the task is, and especially as a police officer. <coughs> you know? Yeah, I agree. I understand and agree. It's um, it's interesting. And if that's not just stick, because, you know, emergency response uh, or uh, right. a crisis don't, care. Then don't take that fucking job. What the hell? Why? <laughs> what? You know, oh, right. so you heard, you heard that, you know, if you're a cop, you can, you can, it's like um, a protected member of the KKK. Well, that shit is changing. 
That's that's what we need to change. Right now, when you look at the House of Representatives, the face of the House of Representatives has been changing. If you look at and and I know that there's a lot there's a lot of things that are not happening that we want hap- we want to happen and we need it to happen now. But it's starting to look different. This this particular cabinet, the administration, there's still some shit. I get it. I get it 100. It, it, we need to see some movement, goddammit. And that's another reason why I say let's put more fucking Democrats in the Senate because then you have not one fucking excuse. You have everything you need. Get it done. If If I do my part, and get you what you need to get it done, then my expectation is that you motherfucking get it done. You understand? If if you're a writer and you say, oh, I don't have a computer, and I buy you a computer, God damn it, it start writing. The tasks and tools needed to uh, to accomplish what the goals are. Exactly. You know, it's the same way if you're running a corporation or you're running a small business. You know, and you know your employees need X, Y, and Z to be able to get the job done. Then your job as the the person in charge, if you will, is to get them the tools they need to be successful. Period. The end. You know what, Misty? I agree with you to to a certain extent. You can really be a punk and act as if you have courage. In that acting, you will find your courage. You will find that you had the courage all along. The way to obtain it, um, we can have courage up until a, a specific point and then be be fearful to take the next step and take it anyway, and that's your courage. You know? Right. And 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 when it comes to to honor, in your heart you may not really believe in saving people's lives. Let's just say, for example, you're a pastor who really just wants the people's money. <laughs> There's a lot of that, right? But let's just say that you ain't really anointed. You ain't been appointed. But people tend to listen to you. And give you money And you like that So guess what You have to act as if you care You have to act as if you're anointed You have to act as if you were appointed And then you will reap what you sow So you read some biblical verses And you come up with a good meaning for it And you spew it to the people And you listen when they're hurt And you really don't care But you tell them It says in the Bible blah 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 And God is going to Take it away So you just pray sister And then you pass that bucket And that sister's going to dollar bills in there Guess what Guess what Even, Even against your own Funky mind You are still providing healing Because you gave somebody hope. It ain't about us. It ain't about you. Act as if 
act as if you still did God's will in letting that sister know that she's going to be all right. Whether it be that you you made it up and you thinking sucker as you walk away and count the money, but guess what? She got her healing. That's some of the power of the spoken word because sometimes <laughs> even if you don't believe it, when you start to speak it enough, you know, and you just like um, – we have a thing when I used to do conferences was you identify what it is that you want to do, right? That's the topic. And then you build out that you use, the methods you use, rather, to address that concern or the methods you use to accomplish that goal and build them out like steps. And even though sometimes in writing it, it may seem simple, you know, by the time you look at all the simple little bullet points, all of that adds up to the big goal, you know, from down to who's going to do what, you know, like you, you'll write a bullet point, um, for example, making ice cream, you know, you'll write the bullet points in and then you next to the bullet point, write who is going to be the one that's going to do that particular task, you know, when things get frayed, you know, and you also, uh, have to have the capacity to be a team player. And by that, I mean team players know what the job is and, you know, you're not limited to the thinking of whatever your own tasks are, meaning, you know, it's like you were in charge of the chairs, but yet something is unplugged that's not giving the lights what they need. Say to the light person, hey, that's unplugged, without getting so micro-focused on, what it is that you're supposed to do. Do your task, and together the team wins. Everybody's a winner in, in that space. You know, um, hey, Walt, you know, um, it's kind of difficult when you think about what you just said a little earlier about people, well, you didn't say this specifically, but about how people accept jobs and then then it becomes more about their thinking than it is about what the people's needs are. And uh, and there's always compromise. You know, people are going to need a lot, you know. But when you are a public figure, it always best serves everyone if you become a representative of the people and not a representative of, let's say, the, the lobbyists or uh, a representative of the uh, powerful pharmaceutical companies. Exactly. Because, you know, it's just money. You know, it's just money that controls. And if you can, and if money is your God, <laughs> then, you know, you possibly need to be in another space because you don't serve the people. You can't serve people in God at the same time. Yeah, and if no, money is your, right, if no money is your God. Yeah, no two things can exist in the same space at the same time. No. And yeah. you know what, Misty, you are right. Fake does not last. Genuineness. Um and sincerity lasts for all days. Um, the the issue though is that what what I'm trying to get at is that even if your mm. intention may not be right, if you practice the right thing, the right things will occur. What Rezzy said just now is so true 
And surround yourself. And surround yourself, yeah. I'm going to say something that may sound bizarre. But it is important that you are surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Yes. That's because true. you're not going to always, nobody's on 100% of the time. Like, look but at me now, said, falling apart. Yeah, and let's just start with like five. You got to surround yourself with people who do not want to see it fail. You got to surround your people, yourself with people that will take a risk and move through that. You know, Mo used to have a saying, um, I remember we were talking to a friend of ours at the time, and um, she was doing a lot of crying because she couldn't believe that what she had manifested was coming to light. So Mo said, and, and, and her tears and her, you know, frustrations and everything was keeping her from moving in a certain way. And Mo said to her in true Mo fashion, yo, beep, 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 of beeping out the expletive. You know what? You can cry, but walk, move through your tears. Like, move through them. Keep your legs moving and cry all the way there. Nobody, nobody cares. You know, nobody cares about the crying. Move through your tears. And we all looked, and she wasn't used to being spoken to that way. You know, and she was like, that was the most, one of the most powerful things I've ever heard. I can cry, but I don't have to have a meltdown, you know. If I'm melting down, just keep moving as I'm melting down, you know. Exactly, um, exactly. And, and, you know, and sometimes you look up and I believe in having laughable moments, you know, because once upon a time we were here, you know, um, and now we're here. And we can look back on that, learn from the experience, and also grow from the experience. Because there are no negative situations when you have that mindset. Everything is a learning situation. It, it keeps you from getting caught up in the minutia of things not working out or people being a certain way. Like, you just move, you know? Like, what are you ultimately responsible for? And keep your focus because the energy that you put out, I believe, is the energy that you'll get back. You know, even if you yeah. have to swim in a lot of shit in the beginning, you know, you just keep swimming, you know, exactly. because eventually you won't be doing it. You know, I'm a living testimony to that. Um, not being able to see this goal because, you know, you've got a lot of things that kind of, you know, you just keep shifting your body and your, your, your eye range and you just keep moving until you can see it again, even if it's a mustard seed exactly. at the end of it. Just keep moving toward it and eventually that becomes light that opens up. Oh, here's where we are, you know. Exactly. Look back and you'll see the road, you know. Um, that you passed already and, and the road that's where you've been and where you are, you know, you stop and you look and see where you are. It's like, whoa, I, I came this far. And then you see what's, what's ahead. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's gravy. One of the things we were talking the other day, you and I, and um, we were talking about excitement. And I, I just, what I wanted to just put in your heart is enjoying the journey, you know. The excitement during the journey. Wait, can you repeat that? Excitement during the journey, enjoying the journey, therein lies my excitement, you know? And you know what, Pop, um, not Pop, sorry, Walt, um, you know, crabs in a barrel sucks. There should be, if, if I can't physically um, support someone, I'm going to give you my love, excitement, and whatever whatever I can do, um, I'm going to do to support people. And people support me. Um, not, in the, not everybody all the time, but I don't need everybody all the time. You get exactly what you need, 
you know, and, and guess what? We all good anyway. Everybody is getting exactly what they need, I think. Um, that's just my opinion. And and if it's if you're in a situation where you feel like, you know, you're on your own, it's not working, and you still you're still going through it, you're probably growing through it. Sometimes we need to have certain successes and trials by ourselves to make us stronger so that we can see what we can do. You know, you, maybe you didn't you don't think you can get through it, um but you can. Um basic, you know what? Where are you? Yeah, there you go. You're a great example of that, man. You know, um you have accomplished so much. You think I don't know, but I've been watching you, man. Um, you, you've been through so much and you have gotten so far, you know, you are so strong, sister. This is a basis, a badass basis. Uh, you know, I know you love the bass. Um, she plays the bass and, um, you know, you, you, you are amazing. Um, the only thing that I would say that you need work on is um, your football team. The Steelers, man, they, they just suck. You really need to come back to New York and get with the Giants. But other than that, <laughs> um, no, nah, you're, you're powerful, and I love you. And, yes, I know you just got your LLC. You think you – think, Awesome. You think I don't see you, but I see you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so very proud of you. That's what's up. To get that business cracking, and and second to that, if I could offer, get that business cracking, basic, and get that good accountant on deck. Because that way they'll keep you abreast of what's going on with taxes. They'll keep you uh, in line with how you know often you have to file for things, and also when you go to try to get money for stuff, you know, you have somebody that always has your books ready, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you know, it's funny about, you know, step back to what Walt said a few seconds ago about crabs in the barrel. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that, you know, and sometimes you may even be disappointed to find out somebody on your team, you know, is, is doing the Judas thing, you know. That's why I think it helps you, and I can say this more a personal space, it helps you to keep communication going and throughout whatever it is that you're working with. Because, you know, people's minds and hearts shift, and you're able to, when you have more than one person involved, you're able to join together to address whatever it is that you may be seeing, you know, that you're not um, in agreement with. And I'm talking about thoughts and behaviors, you know. Um the worst thing, I think, like any relationship, relationships with people, relationships in business, is communication is still the number one through in it all. You know, it's what we don't communicate that gets misunderstood and or leads people to think, you know, things that don't exist. And you'll be surprised when you start communicating about things that, you know, that, you, that may be difficult conversations to have. But when you start communicating about it, you'll realize sometimes, oh, or, oh, wow, well, that did happen, but, or, or maybe, oh, wow, that did happen, you know, and you'll be able to get to a common ground, and that's, the, and that's a common ground provided both of you, or all three of you, whatever it is, want to be in the same space, you understand? Like, when we're playing football, 
we have a QB and the running backs. Everybody else has their assignment. You block, you tackle, but the QB and the running back have to have a synchronous thing. Have to be in synchronicity that is beyond anything else because their assignment is to get that ball in the end. And yeah. everybody else is to make sure whoever's preventing that gets handled. You feel me? So when you're tossing that ball long, the running back's job is to what? Run. <laughs> Run and catch. Those are those two strong suits. Run and catch. Anything other, if they're worrying about toilets and worrying about whatever else, that's that's not that's not good. Because their job is to run and catch, you know, to their in their optimum. So you set that up. Quarterback understands his assignment. In order for the quarterback to do their assignment, everybody else has to make sure that he's safe to do it. You know, this is what I use when I'm explaining football and when I'm explaining things that are goal-oriented. Because if you're not doing what you're doing, there's somebody else slacking in terms of what they're supposed to be doing. You know, so don't look at, oh, you missed the ball and you didn't get this. What did, what happened to prevent that situation? You know, um, and it's responsibility mostly, you know. Do what you're responsible to do. Show up when you're supposed to show up and be there to get the job done at the risk of whatever. And sometimes it requires your team to sit down and have a conversation, you know. Um, And then if that doesn't work, get rid of the crabs in the barrel. Get rid of them, you know. Get rid of them because they're not going to do anything but hold you back, bring energy that you don't want around the project, you know, bring energy that does not, you know, encourage you. And we all need a little bit of encouragement. We all need we all need cheerleaders. If your job is to say whatever it is, you know, because some people are just eternal optimists. I love those people. Because when you're in your slump, they can say, hey, 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 yo. You know, and my optimists speak in various ways. You know, I like my guttural optimists, the ones that say, yo, what you, what, what? You know, and, and give me a bunch of expletives that, you know, I'll uh, I'll go. Oh, okay. You know, you right, you right. <laughs> you know, and they'll come back and say, "Whoa, girl, I can't believe you leveled up like that." I'm like, "Well, part of what helps that is your word." You know, even as adults, do not forget to encourage one another. Absolutely. Keep each other lifted. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. And and be be thoughtful when you say things to people. You know, um, the one thing you don't want to be is a dream crusher. So no. when people are doing things, trying to build something or living their creation or whatever it is, um, if if you cannot see, if, if, if let's just say somebody's trying to build a castle. I'm just going to say, right? And your thought is a castle. Negro, please. Ain't no castles in the Bronx. Cannot build no <laughs> castle in the Bronx. You are not, no, that's not, no, no, not a castle. But your friend wants to build a fucking castle. 
Okay, well, how are we going to build this castle? What What are you thinking? Well, I got to start with a foundation. Well, then, God damn it, help them build the foundation. Period. Don't tell people they what they can and cannot do. If 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 it if they're not doing it well, then help them to do it well or something. <laughs> but don't tell people what they can't do because that 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 crushes spirits. That's a a spirit crusher, you know. And they may not end up building a castle in the Bronx. They may build something else out of it. Who knows what the hell. You start off thinking you're building a, a castle and it may end up being a white castle. <laughs> like, all right, but you got you a, a castle, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and, and that's the thing. That's the thing, too, you know? But be supportive. Make sure your words fit with yes. in your heart. Um, I, I don't, I don't think that, um, like, actually, a, a, a cousin of mine, when I, um, graduated with my bachelor's degree, right, many, many moons ago, um, I was really excited. I had, uh, 4.2 GPA or 4.3 GPA, some shit like that. Um, I was so excited because I had formally dropped out and then re-entered later as as an adult. And um, it was, for me, a big accomplishment because I had done, I had digressed. <laughs> I went way, way left or whatever. Um, and when I, when I made that particular accomplishment, she said... I don't know what you did that for. You ain't never going to go nowhere anyway. You ain't never going to make it. Some I don't remember exactly what she said. And again, I never remember exactly what people say, but I always remember how their words made me feel. And that's one of the reasons why I don't debate and go back and say, well, you said this and it hurt my feelings. No, 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 no. I'm not the one to do that. I'm not going to argue with you because people people are very defensive about what they say and what they meant and all this other shit. And and what means something is what you how you made me feel in the moment. How what Can I say this though? Can I say this with yeah. that? I think it's important to let people that you care about know that they hurt your feelings. Because when you don't or if you don't, it's bound to happen again. And everybody has um and I don't believe that people that don't know you can hurt your feelings. You know, they can offend you, but yeah. I don't think that they can hurt your feelings. That's just me, you know. But I'm talking about the, that those core group of folks that, you know, you you have in your life, you know. And everybody has a core group, you know. And when stuff comes up, I think that we need to be better, um, better at saying, hey, that hurt my feelings, you know, because it, it moves things along. You know, when they don't know, you know, you can't hold them accountable for behaviors, you know. But when they do know, you know, and sometimes, you know, things are, you know, you can, particularly if it's not their intention to hurt your feelings and it happens, you know, you absolutely have to talk about that. You have to absolutely have to get by that, you know, to and, and remind them, hey, I love you, you know. 
I do not want to see you hurt. I do not want to see you suffering. I do not want to see any discord between us. You know, um, if, if I hurt your feelings, I apologize for that. You know, and that's about being accountable for the unknown, you know, that'll happen. Now, are feelings facts? No. But no, it's the fact that, that we feel. But it's the fact that you feel, you know. If, thank God that we feel, you know. But the other side of that is just we just have to make sure that that's part of the taking care of one another that needs to be exercised more. You know, if I'm feeling something, I'm not walking around years and years and years and not saying anything. I'm not honoring myself when I do that. I'm not honoring myself, not honoring the other people, and not honoring the situation that I'm in, you know. I'm not doing it. So if something happens, you know, and you regulate, you regulate. Is this worth it? Is it me? Am I out of pocket? You know, you do all of those things. Hopefully you are accountable for your own self, you know, and then you come and have a conversation, you know, and a lot of that has to do with having a person feel safe enough to do that. That's an honor when someone wants to share something that's bothering them, mm. you know, because sometimes it's the most minute things that turn into these mountains that you can't climb over, you know, and it started off as a pebble. No, that's know? true. But because it's, true. because it's left unaddressed for so long, question, Jay, can you see these pop-ups coming up? But the one that says Misty J, I will say... No, 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 on my screen, because I'm, I'm thinking that what I see, you can see. All right. No. I, I can't cut off my notifications. I don't know why, but... No, I don't see your, I don't I see your pop-ups. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, no, no, no. Some of them are a little, a little vulgar for this hour. <laughs> From people that like to send me things that are like random trash, Okay. But it keeps the keeps the blood flowing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you know. so so as far as, you know, like the situation with my cousin, that was so many, many moons ago and she's not hurt my feelings again or anything like that. Um I just never forgot it and I used I used that um, energy that I felt from what she said to push me forward. Not only, so really that's what you think. So then I went and got a master's. Now what? <laughs> you know, like what? You know, like, like uh, there's, there's always been a lot of naysayers in my life. Um, people telling me what, what I can't and do. And they grow up too, you know. Yeah, they grow up what, too. what I can't do, what I shouldn't do. And what if you don't want me to do something, you probably should tell me I'm doing a great job. And then I'll probably say, you know what, if I'm doing such a great job, let me not do it no more. But if you tell me that I can't do something, I'm going to do it even more. I'm going to find more ways to do it. I'm going to do it until until I pass out and don't want to do it no more. That's that's Oh, really? Because... And and I don't know. What you're saying is true, um, and it makes a lot of sense. But I think that different different people have um different ways of handling situations. And for me, I'm not gonna rehash it. It's like, okay, you said what you said, I said what I said and um yeah. And and I'll think about it. Um, I just wanted to address this, what you said here, Misty. Jay, um, this show has supportive viewers. I have not regretted interacting with any of the people I met through here. Well, Misty, I appreciate that you said that. 
because I feel the same way. Um, I love you all. There was this one person who used to come on um, early on and, and put some weird comments up, you know, negative stuff. And I blocked that person from the show. So there that went, you know. But the whole point of the show is for the, for everyone to feel good, you know. It's, a, it's for everybody to build community, and I think that that's what we have accomplished here. Um, yeah, I, I, um, I'm very proud of you, Misty. And I get what I get. This whole thing about oh, I got chills and everything. Um, graduating early and then going back later, I definitely had the same experience. Um, by the time I got my master's. I don't even remember how old I was then. Uh, Jesus. Was I 30? Was I 40? I don't know. Yeah, I was probably like getting ready to hit 40 when I got when I got my master's. So parents said, you sure proved us wrong. I finally confronted my father and told him I accomplished that in spite of their lack of support. Absolutely. Absolutely. Point, me and my parents no longer speak. They're stuck in their generational curses, and I'm building new ideas. That's unfortunate. Um, from my perspective and maybe from your perspective, it's fortunate. The fortunate part being that you have moved on and you are building new ideas, building new ideas and prayerfully feeling good about your choices um, because we should all be feeling good about ourselves, right? Going to be stepping out early uh, to work on your new writing projects. That's dope. That's what's up. Our copies of Deeper Things have been ordered, beloved. Let you know when they arrive. See y'all on Wednesday. See you later, LaVon. Love you. Peace. Thank you so much. Um, as a matter of fact, LaVon, you should, uh, if you're still here, um, put the link so we can buy it. We can support you. We want to support you. Our parents, especially people of color, d- didn't have the opportunities. They did as they knew then. That's true. That's true. Ah, now what? Now what, Miss DJ? <laughs> I love this. Yeah, no animosity, but I know what I need, even if they can't. Okay. All right. That's what's up. Everybody supporting one another. Misty, we need to get LaVon, the link to LaVon's book, so that we can um, support her in that way. And, um, yeah, how about play a quick little piece of music or something right now. How about that? Yeah. At least until Resi comes back, right? 
You're more than welcome, Therese. Thanks for the word, especially communication. It means a lot. It's true. We do. Communication will fuck up everything, a lack thereof, or miscommunication. You're absolutely right on that, Rez. I am not a great communicator, and I understand that about myself. Um, If I'm put in a a particular – if I shouldn't say put in because that puts the um, responsibility on somebody else. It's me. Um, If I'm in a certain headspace, my communication skills leave. They're gone, period, done. Like I, there are things I want to say they just can't come out. I can't formulate the words. I, it, everybody's different. Everybody's different. We all have a way of communicating. We all have a different love language. We all have a different way of communicating. And my way of communicating that I love you, if if it's not a romantic thing, that to a whole bunch of things, right? Romance. You you have more of an opportunity in in a romantic relationship to show love in different ways. Um, friendships, especially for me now that I am a hermit, um, the ways to show love is different. But the main way to sh- that I show love, acceptance, and appreciation is just by communicating at all. If I say hi, you're important. If if I text you, th- that was intentional. If I call you, if I answer your call, because I don't always. If 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 we have an online um, relationship where we just see each other on Instagram and hey, I saw your post and that was cute and we back and forth, that's intentional. For me, that is intentional because I don't do that with everybody. I I. I don't do that with people that I don't know and I however if 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 there's somebody that posts something that's funny I may like it and that's it but I'm not going to give you commentary um if you persistently post things that are in line with my way of thinking I will let you know because I appreciate what you're putting out there either it's something that hits me in a intellectual way, a spiritual way, or you tickling my funny bone persistently. If you make me laugh, that's a good way to get into my heart. <laughs> you, that's a that's an entryway. I'm telling you. Um, and if you make me laugh constantly, I will let you know. Speaking of which, I have a belated birthday that I have to shout out my girl, um, Shatanya. Um, who does not watch this show because she's she just doesn't. But whatever, she's a nut. She's a a wonderful person who is just she's she's one of those persons very much like your wife, who makes me laugh on sight. There's not the many, laughter is the key to the soul. Yeah, there's not that many people that can do that. That I just see them and and, and it also it also says a lot about not taking yourself so seriously. You know, like remember this this lifetime is a journey. And, you know, and our real responsibility, really, beyond every little task that we want to pick up to deem important, our real responsibility is to learn how to love each other. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's it. That's all God requires, in and, my opinion. And accept know. some love. And love, love. Be, be able to love and receive love. And, and, yeah. and in that process, we know, you know, of course, there's a lot of gunk that we have to clear out. But just, just keep this in mind, too, that the same person that um, 
you know, Fat Joe says it funny. Yeah, he says, you know, yesterday's price is not today's price. But um, I'll say it this way. Um, same person that you knew that may have had a, a fumble four years ago, four months ago, hell, sometimes even four hours ago, um, does get the same grace that you want to be afforded, you know. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people show themselves over and over again. Mm. And that's fine, too. You know, that's fine, too. But keep a light on for folks to mature the same way you did. Because I know people held things against me from 18 years old. It probably wouldn't be a good look. But I have matured. And the same grace that I have been afforded, I want to afford others. Absolutely. Now, in your journey, you'll get really great at uh, discernment, you know, um, because sometimes people just don't. And it's okay, you know, but the same grace that you want to be afforded, the same benefit of the doubt you want to be afforded, try that with others too, you know, and if somebody harmed you in 1920, you know, release them, release yourself from indemnity there, you know, because they could have learned a lot and they could, you know, you could be missing out on a blessing. You know, I had this conversation with a friend of mine many moons ago. And she was sharing with me, um, you know, she's been in a marriage for over 30 years, you know, and I often listen to what makes those, make those things work, you know. And she said, you know, if I'd held everything against him, did in the beginning when we were both young and moving and trying to make it work, I would have never known the man he is today, you know. And I just said, because she described some reprehensible situations that probably would have made a person less adaptive you know, not only beat him half to death, <laughs> but walk out the door. And, you know, and when she's even telling me the story, recanting, I was just like, what? You know, and how did you manage that? And she got through it all to look back. And the diamond in the rough was the man he is today. And I met him in the amazing box. You know, I didn't meet him in that space. So, you know, I probably would have like chucked it up too had I met him in that space. But she had the grace you know, um, to uh, stick it out. She had the grace to move her feet when it wasn't something that she desired. And, um, you know, and they have a, a really a really beautiful marriage. And it's really till death do they part because she uh, recently passed away like two years ago. Mm. And, um, you know, that always that's probably one of the most prolific things that she shared with me. Um, she passed away of cancer. And, um, you know, with the same man that she was connected with in her youth. And uh, they have uh, two children and grandchildren, and she left us about two years ago. But some of the words that she said, you know, because she was in law, that was, they were married over 40 years when she passed, you know. Yeah, and um, left the family with a lot of jewels. So just keep the light on for folks. We got to. Yeah, forgiveness is. Everybody's is... not built with same stuff and everybody didn't get the same developmental equipment that you may have gotten or not gotten and people do change i can attest to that i have changed a lot over the years Good people go bad bad people go good yeah you know i'm looking forward to seeing another growth spurt in myself i need one i could use another growth spurt so we'll see we'll see how that works i mean you know um, let's do this black history moment. I'm I'm a little hyped up for it. 
Okay, so today's Black History Moment, the New York-Amsterdam News. James H. Anderson founded one of America's oldest black newspapers on December 4th, 1909. The New York-Amsterdam News, after a century of publishing the heart of African-American news, the newspaper is still a leader in journalism with a focus towards people of color. And you can find the Amsterdam News on the Internet these days. And then you may be asking, Javon, why is that so special to you? Because, bang, this is my father and my mother, the former Dolores Guzman, age 19, second from the left, She smiled for the camera as she posed with her new husband, James Armstrong, my daddy, my grandmother next to her, Ruth Guzman, and Sergeant Frank Bonner, one of grandma's many husbands, (laughs) ex-husbands, deceased, I believe, yeah. So I just wanted to share that. Um, This was in the Amsterdam News. And that's because my grandmother was oftentimes featured in the Amsterdam News. Um, During her youth, um, she was known as Walkie Talkie Ruth. Yes, Ruth Walkie Talkie Guzman, because she was a barmaid. And I don't know if you ever saw this movie with, um, uh, what's his name, Tom Cruise, where he's a bartender and he throws the drinks up in the air and mixes and blah, blah, blah. Well, my grandmother was actually the first one in Harlem anyway to do that. And she would walk in high heels. If you know my grandmother, she's always running her mouth, talking and flirting and throwing up and mixing. She was quite the sight in her heyday as a bar barmaid, bartender, bar, whatever, um, mixologist. Um, they didn't call, they didn't use the word mixologist back in her day, but she was very, very popular and people would come to the bar just to see her. And she was featured constantly in the Amsterdam news. Um, even when I was a little kid, I would see um, all of these articles about her and yeah cocktail waitress well not really waitress because she was always behind um the bar and i would she would bring me and i would sit there and she would make me like a coca-cola with a cherry in it and people would flock to me and give me money because i was her granddaughter and um i would watch her go back and forth talk and flip the and watch the I was amazed at how the bottles looked flying in the air and she would bring them down right on point. And she was amazing. She was really, really amazing in her day. Um, Please tell me somebody has footage of that. I've never seen footage of it. um, And I don't, yes, that was the name of the, the, the movie, but I, I wish I, I, I only wish I could find, and if anybody out there in the sound of my voice, has any footage of that, um, please do send it. Um, But she always worked in Harlem, 
any any bar that popular, she worked there. She was sought out. Um, she has stories about R- Roberta Flack, and um, she was good friends with Fred, uh, Fred with Red Fox. Um, she was very yes, Flamers. She was very very popular and walkie talkie was her name and she was the Amsterdam news had a society column back then and she was oftentimes featured in the society column which was which is why it was a big deal when my parents got married um because my mom was her daughter and I wanted to share that with you all so shout out to my grandma my mom and you too, Daddy, up there in heaven. Laughing. Yes, 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 yes. That's some history. See, that's that Harlem, Amsterdam news, you know, and the, the socialites was a real thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It was a real thing. It was a, That's when it was so community-based, you know. And now, I'm not going to say it's not community-based, but, you know, you have a cluster of folks they're still making sure true Harlemites and making sure the the certain parts of Harlem stay traditionally Harlem, you know, yeah. in all of its gentrification. But once upon a time, you know, um, before Strivers Rose, so it was amazing, you know. We had amazing spaces and amazing community, you know, there. Um, and shout out to all the ambassadors and, and, yeah. and the truth. Um, Harlem legends, as I like to call them, um, of our generation, yeah. you know, um, that are still actively representing Harlem every day. You got the Musa Jacksons and the Betty Smiths and the um, Dard Coxum and, you know, just the, those whole crew up there, you know, that whole Harlem down in a real way, you know. Yeah. Um, we got some legendary rappers, you know. Um, when you look up Harlem, it's Wikipedia, you know, Quite a few folk came from Harlem, you know. Um, absolutely. That's quite a few folk. Yeah. Uh, you know, Harlem bred born. Yeah, like your wife. That everywhere she goes, you know, it's a running joke, but it's like, you know, she'll go, she'll scream it out. Harlem, you know, like it, it seems to be a thing That's it's it. in the water. That's you know it. somebody from Harlem before you know anywhere else. Her, Dane Dash, and quite a few other ones that are yep. just Harlem born and raised and, and uh you know, Absolutely. know those streets like the back of their hand, know all the old players, you know, all the new players, you know, just uh, still keep us in the community, in their hearts, and in, in, in actuality. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We tease all the time about it, you know. Yeah. Minute Mouth, Friedman Harlem. Yeah, right. And, you know, one other thing, my grandmother was so into it in in Harlem actually she still is because um not that she'll go out now but up until right before the pandemic um if I wanted to take her out you know for dinner or some kind of holiday meal um I'd be like okay grandma let me let me let's let's go to Jersey it's not going to be that no no I want to eat in Harlem I was like, well, Grandma, okay, how about we go downtown to Manhattan? Listen, I want to go, okay, Grandma. I mean, it's always, she, right now, we got to we gotta support 
the, the, the restaurants in Harlem, you know, I'm like, okay, grandma. Okay. But, um, y'all remember that movie? I think it was the Godfather of Harlem where, um, they talked about Bumpy Jackson. Um, my grandmother was like, why they do a movie about Bumpy? I knew Bumpy. He wasn't all that. He was, he was not, you know. Um, yeah, everybody noticed, uh, Rezzy's missing glasses. And, uh, yeah, I guess she's still having technical difficulties. Uh, so I guess I'll do another music break. But, yeah, I just wanted to shout out my grandma. Oh, there she go. There she go. I was just telling them how, um... My my grandma, when she saw the movie um, Godfather of Harlem or something, the one about Bumpy Jackson, my grandmother was like, "Why why they do why they do something on Bumpy? He was I knew Bumpy. Bumpy wasn't no big time like that. That he needed a movie. I mean, I, there was many niggas out there bigger than Bumpy. You know, my my grandmother. Um, yeah." Why you always stop talking when Rez Sorry. leave like we aren't listening? <sighs> because, you know what it is, Misty? I apologize for that. <laughs> because even though I'm speaking to you all, I'm focusing on Therese's face as I'm talking. And so when she leaves, I do, I do tend to stop talking. Because I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, my bad. I, I will get better with that. Okay? And thank you for reminding me that you're listening. And everybody's listening to WJBR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Um, to shout out everybody that's listening on the podcast, God bless you all, man. I see the numbers um, are constantly rising and people are really still tuned into podcasts. And I, I kind of thought that because um, everybody's digital now and um, virtual and you can see us, I thought that people would um, kind of leave the podcast platform and move towards the, the visual. But that is not what's happening. People are still... Um, you know, consistently listening. And I had stopped, we had stopped for some time um, putting up the podcast. Um, but, you know, people are still interested in it. Um, actually, you yeah, know. The podcast is still popping. Yeah, I had no idea that people would still be listening to us, even though they could see us. Um, we can still take calls. That That line is always up. Um, right now, I don't have my uh, what is it? My laptop with me. We are actually live on the podcast. If someone wanted to speak with us live, I'll put the number up. It's three four seven three four seven nine nine six five three nine four. And I apologize for moving around. I'm trying to get signals where. I can today. They are um, testing a system, and um, sometimes I got dead spots that I didn't know I had. So 
Yeah, that's Thank okay. you for, for bearing with me, everyone. We Bye. love you. We love you, Rezzy. You can't do no wrong here. You can't do nothing wrong. Wish I could show everybody what's happening here behind the scenes, but um, can't do that yet. Uh, I hope I that you are videotaping, though. I am videotaping. Uh, well, now I'm not in the moment, you know, but um, there will be a lot of uh, stills and video yeah. um, of the beginning. Yeah, Definitely get some some video of all of it. Like, even if it's a 30-second clip, get get 30 seconds of every room, everything, okay? Right. And if you don't have right. nobody to put it together for you, you know your girl got you, all right? Thank you, yes. Yes, I'm still going to sit one day in a tutorial. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Just, just you know, you can send me everything and, you know, uh, yeah. make it do the best I can do. So, so Auntie Scruffy. <laughs> Auntie Scruffy. <laughs> Good have, have it all together. So exactly. funny. You know. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's what's up, man. Um, oh, look, we have a call. 8882 are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you calling from? I'm Pastor Don, Junior CEO. Greetings. I'm not a first-time caller. I've been with Javon for the last three years, and I know how she get down. She making <laughs> moves, making things happen, and I'm sorry you haven't had no difficulties today, but I, I came in here and I apologize on my tardiness, but I try to get in early, but things happening. <laughs> you are doing just fine. It is good to hear your voice. And actually, I feel like the first time you called in was much longer than three years ago. Um, always good to hear your voice. How have you been throughout the pandemic? Nah, I had two strokes. I had two strokes, man. The coronavirus oh. is real. Don't don't take it for no joke. That was real, had, but I'm alive. You I'm had a stroke. You had now. two strokes. Oh, two. Oh, real. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But I'm alive. Now I'm here. I'm talking to you. I'm alive. Yes, sir. Coherent. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so sorry that you went through that, but I'm so happy that you are here. Hey, man, y'all only have a couple minutes left in the show. Normally, I would send other people into the show. The show was running to the end, but at the end of the day, I had to show my support. And I'm sorry you're going through your situation, sister. Get in a place where you can do your show. <laughs> That's very important. We need yeah. the show to be live. Yeah, we're doing good. Um, if you didn't know... We have um, we're we're live on YouTube as well as you and your your followers. Um, if you could, you can see us now live on YouTube. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! So yeah, oh, great. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> we, we had to step it up and and catch up with the new millennium. Um, so if you go to WJBR Internet Radio. On YouTube, you can see us. Oh, wow. Okay. I would yeah, definitely man. be checking that out. Please but do. But same instance, I, I, I love y'all. I honor y'all. I support y'all station. Y'all one of the real radio stations that put independent artists 
people and businesses on. Only yes, Aaron station. Yes. Well, thank you so much, man. It's It's been a long time since I heard your voice. And, I, you know, I'm going to keep you in prayer. I hope the family Amen. as well. And, um, you know, keep listening and check us out on YouTube. You know, I think you're going to like will. what you see. I think you're going to like what you see. I will subscribe immediately. Please Thank do. you for your time. Always, man. Stay well. Stay Amen. Well. All right. Wow, what a blessing. That gentleman used to not only listen to the to the podcast way before we ever um started doing things live on YouTube. So it's much longer than two years. Um, three years or whatever he said. It, it, it's been years and years and years that um, back when when I had um, Curtis Blow on the show, I remember. Curtis? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember he called in that day. Um, and, and he had been listening even before that. So it's been many, many years. And um, what he what he would do he had sort of like a network of podcasters or a network of indie artists. And not only did he um, help me to vet them for the show, you know, because even from, from day one, I was only going to bring like the best to my, that, you know, you had to meet a certain standard. If you wanted me to play your music and you were an indie artist, that's cool. But the, the music had to sound good, you know? It had to sound clear, crisp. I had to hear your lyrics. And initially, I would not play anything with um, vulgarity or curses. Now, I've loosened up. Um, I will play a cuss word or s- sexual stuff, but um, it has to be a little tasteful, right? <laughs> That's word of some sexual stuff. Yeah, now, but it's got to be tasteful. But he would have his entire crew call into the show and listen to the show. Um, Very supportive, man, very supportive and just really nice. And and I think he he would set up, um, I would say, conferences in Vegas. I never attended, but, um, you know, that was one of the other things he would do. Yes, and a shout-out to um, Curtis Blow, who was an amazing guest when he did come on. I spoke to him recently. How did you join? He was, and I think this was maybe September is when I spoke to him. He... um, had a stroke, a heart attack, and um, he was rehabbing. He was rehabbing, and he wasn't quite ready to come back on the air and do an interview at that time and ask me to circle back to him. Um, he, um, he, he was getting better. He sounded good to me, but, um, you know, he was still in his healing stages, so you know, he's been in my prayers, deep in my prayers for um, since since I found out that he was ill. So we'll circle back to him and see how he's doing and see when he's yeah, shout out when to he's Kirk ready. Walker family. Yeah. yeah, 
podcast guest, one of the legendary MC voices. Hello, legend. Legend. Below. Responsible for a lot, a lot, a lot of careers. Absolutely. Own, you know. Remember, remember Allison Williams talking about how she was Back. doing those backgrounds in yep. basketball. basketball. You know, that was crazy. That was crazy. Yes, yes, yes. So Christmas wraps, mm-hmm. one of the favorites around the holiday time. Absolutely. If you like holiday music. If you like holiday, and even if you don't, that uh, Christmas wrapping was pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> And people people did not realize that that was, you know, the music to Too Close. You're making it hard for me. You're making it hard yep. for me. Hello. Which I love that song. Excuse me. You're making it hard for me. Back. Yeah, so that was a that was a a great call to 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 have. Um as soon as I, and it's so funny. As soon as I started speaking about um, the podcast, here he comes, and he doesn't even watch this reiteration of the show. So that just goes to show that people are still um, paying attention, and that's a wonderful thing. We talk about support earlier, um, full force on falling back in love. Yes. Um, This is, you know, this this is another way in which people support each other just by being present for one another, you know. And it, it hurts me to know that people have been ill and I have not known it, you know what I'm saying? Like, not that I could have prevented it or done anything for it, but it, it also um, gives me pleasure to know that people are surviving, people are living. And, and definitely pray for them. You know, Absolutely. when two or more are gathered in your name, praying, you know, prayer works. Amen. It also helps move the energy accordingly. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that he's on the mend, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, what's your plans for the weekend, Rezzy? Uh, more of what I'm doing now, actually, um, getting things done, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. Um, so I'll be working most of this weekend. That's good work. That's good work. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna um get myself ready to go and make sure that I don't have any dreadful disease or anything. Yeah, man. Like seriously. You know, and uh, y'all keep your masks on and keep your hands washed. That's more important than anything else. Keep them hands washed. Try not to put your hands in your mouth that are not washed or on your face or on any of your holes. Pause. Any of your holes. Don't put your fingers in it. They're dirty, you know. And I know that sometimes we lean on our face with hands. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, because you're traveling and uh, where you can spray those knobs off in your house and your cars, things are that are universally touched by others. You know, because a lot of us have them little things that you sneeze and you're grabbing doorknobs, just spray it all down, let it drip dry. You know, you know, keep keep the stuff going. You know, I know sometimes in the summertime we got a little lax with it. Just keep it up because we're entering the winter season, and you know, mm. traditionally, and don't, and you know, also 
don't forget that the common cold does exist. So every little sniffle that you may have exactly. may not be the monster. That's what you know, I'm but, saying. But, you know, just just part of that is just staying on top of your health and, and listening to your body. Your body is going to govern always. Listen to your body. You know when you've got aches and pains that you're not used to, you know, stay on top of it, do some prevention, and also go see about it when it starts to give you the little signs. So that the little signs don't end up being yeah, explosive. Exactly. And and I I don't know I don't I don't know what's going on with me. Somebody asked earlier what my symptoms were. It's just a general not feeling well kind of thing. So I don't know. I'm gonna check back in with you at the end of the day. Okie dokie, Smokey. Okay, Scruffy. <laughs> it's Auntie Scruffy. Auntie Scruffy T. Well, actually, it's T.T. Scruffy. So. <laughs> T.T. Scruffy. Yeah. All right, everybody, party people. Let's uh, let's end the show. I hope you all have a blessed, blessed weekend. And Resi, I'll chat with you later. Uh, God bless everybody and peace, party people. Peace. See you later. Party people, see you later. Bye. <laughs> hey, everybody, this is Kenny Bobian, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Hi, this is Robin S., and you're listening to Javon and Therese in the Basement. Show them it up! Can't do it, y'all. Hey, this is Avery Sunshine, and I am in the basement with Javon and Therese. Shine. What's up? It's your girl, Monifa, and you're tuned in to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Hey, it's your girl, Allison Williams, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Hey, this is Lenny Williams, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese playing my kind of music. Still in the basement, no longer alone With my homegirl Therese on the microphone Music politics are just chatting it up Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up You never know who might run through Legendary artist or someone brand new You miss a lot when you miss one day At least that's what I heard Somebody say, but it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, everybody's a friend in my head. I already know everybody. <laughs> One day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But she doesn't know anything about it. But anyway, <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just she wasn't even there actually. But anyway, but she did um, mention none other than Shaka Khan as one of her. <laughs> Why you gotta say? Wait a minute. Why you gotta say Shaka? <laughs> she did mention none other than Shaka Khan. I'm like, where does your voice go? <laughs> what happened? What's happening? Even the mere mention of her name, <laughs> silence. 
Oh, God. Can you believe I'm blushing? Just... Yes. Hard. <laughs> You're speechless blushing. That's the thing. Speechless blushing. Rosie, I can't help it. There's a shocker. There's a shocker rehab, you know. If there's a cure for this, I don't want it. I don't want it. Well, uh, senses, though, Jay. I'm gonna send y'all some perfume. I'll, I'll definitely. I get an address. I'll send y'all some. You can send me some cologne. I mean, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I Just in case you send me some cologne, I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh god. <laughs> Okay, dokie, man. Whatever you say. I just wanted to wish everybody um, a happy Shaka Kanaka. Shaka All right. Thank you. Let, let's carry on. I'm sorry. Javon, yeah, there's a pill you're going to be able to take. I promise I have to tell them which way you went. They're coming for you. With time, so and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no, just do this. And I think it's it's time, Therese, to do a little rapid fire with um, Mr. Ooh. Richard Pryor, Jr. I think so. I think so. So, don't worry. We won't hurt It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.